Ethan, Nat and Sean podcast. It's time to catch up with our good friend Stevie Butler from the West Australian writes all the great articles. We missed him over the last uh, week. Good, we mo- just, good morning to you, Steve. Oh, good morning, guys. Yeah, I miss you too. I've got three words for you this morning. What? Yes. Don't think, do. Don't oh, think. John Kennedy, do. the great man, he's just been elevated to ah. a legend status at the AFL. Oh, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> no, well, he's, uh, he's, in, he's been elevated last night as an Australian Football Hall of Fame legend. He's the father figure at Hawthorne, and you know you're good when you've got a statue of yourself at, uh, at, a, at a home ground. But one of the beautiful things I think they've done, and a lot of uh, administrations over Hall of Fame seem to look over sometimes, is that he's 91 and he's still here, and they've given yeah. him this tribute while he's still here, and I think that's a beautiful, that's beautiful thing. Actually, that's that? a great thing, Steve. Yeah, he's an absolute legend. That, that, that Hawthorne statue out there at Waverley is almost... Uh, a little bit mythical. So you stand there and you can't stop looking at it for a little while. He's got the big trench coat on and the big point. And the only sad thing is... Uh, about Wait there, the sorry. Thing- why has he got a trench coat on? Well, he's, he's sort of his trademark, Kanga Kennedy. He used to be, because Melbourne is cold and wet, Nathan. Yep. Oh. So you tend to need to wear one. Oh, no, I, don't, I thought um, usually it's, it's players playing their sport. Oh, right? he was more known yeah, as, was as a coach. Yeah, yeah he, he, right. was, he was a four-time a premiership. Yeah. He was a yeah. four-time Hawthorne best and fairest as a player yeah. as well. So he was a, he was a significant person in football, John Kennedy Sr. And he's obviously his grandson, Josh, is still playing for the Sydney Swans, Swans as we speak. But uh, the, the <laughs> probably the only ironic thing is that the don't think do speech, which is very famous and probably uh, echoed by many coaches across Australia since, came at the three-quarter time huddle of the 1975 grand final against North Melbourne, which Hawthorne lost by 10 goals. So <laughs> they, they, I, I think they continued to think more than they did. <laughs> that, I forgot about that. If you go to the MCG and you go through all their, their uh, museum, yeah. they have that speech and you can kids. Yeah. And it's attached that. to a losing game. Yeah, I know. That's a bit weird, <laughs> isn't should it? should be Not written on a poster it was next actual, to it at least. <laughs> it was an actual belting by 10 goals. <laughs> that's funny. So, Hey, but Steve. you can imagine you can imagine across country footy all across Australia after that. You can imagine just someone in the corner going, "Don't think, do." Oh yeah. yeah At least you can that. say you've done something. Yeah. 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 Maybe I would have gone with "Don't think, win." Yes. Yes, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Now, Steve, well, one of the things I don't think you think at all, Nathan. Hey, hey, back oh, down, careful. please. Jeez, come back oh, off sorry. for a week Doesn't off. Mean, I'm getting attacked I, by Stephen. Did Butler. I say that out loud? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. Steve, I want to know what's going on with um, the Premier himself. Do you think that he's going to relax border rules for the two WAFL te- two, sorry, AFL teams in a month's time? Well, I can't see why not. I mean, at the moment, we're still seeing some outbreak of this virus because of this ship that's uh, parked down there in Fremantle. It's actually quite haunting. I went down there to look at it on the weekend. And it's a bit like the Artani. You sit there and look at it and it sort of gives you an eerie feeling. But uh, the Al Kuwait's got that sort of vessel about it as well. But, um, yeah, I can't see why not. I mean, four weeks' time, we're jumping the gun a little bit here about getting nervous about it. I mean, I know that Mark McGowan's saying he's not going to relax them yet and hasn't got a time that when he will, but... In four weeks' time, we're going to be in a, in a very different world than we are right now. For sure. So yeah. I, I just I just say all these things with a word of caution that you just take your time, have a think about it, get get what's in front of you done. And if we can, all keep doing the right thing, I would think the borders will be out open by the time the Eagles and Dockers are ready to come back well, home. Well, I don't know about that. I, I think that the borders may stay shut for us. I do think there should be an exemption for the players yeah. because they are so closely monitored, you know, and then if anything yeah. was to happen and that falls on the head of the AFL, um, sorry, when, not when, having when, the when, procedures in place. But when, the, when I said that, Nathan, sorry, yeah. I, I should say, I meant exemptions for the player. I don't know whether the borders should yeah. be open to everyone. Yeah, because right. I, 
don't see just to say the borders in general being open. I, Mark, if he's clever, um, and which is what I'm thinking they're doing, that's why they've just launched this new WA oh, of course campaign. Yes. Lock our money here. Yeah, like we you know, like lock our money here as much as we can. And I know that's mm. probably the way that they're thinking. So, but I also think the premier is right in saying it's allowed us to do much more. Mm. You know, open, yes. it, open it up yes. to. You know, I heard uh, John Jovich talking this morning about Perth Racing that they're going to get crowds up to 300 in. Already, which yes. you, know, you wouldn't be able to do that if our borders weren't closed. So yeah. there's going to be some uh, positives from keeping the borders closed. There's yeah. obviously some uh, economic hurt from not being able to trade with the East like we normally would maybe. But you know, at the same time, I, I think to give our businesses and our tourism especially a bit of a kickstart here and we have such a beautiful state yes you know like why don't we why don't we all go and get a look at it well you're yeah. one person steve because of um your reporting who who takes up a lot of the posts where you mm. um you, you you go north in particular because a lot of yep. us have been probably down south in a lot of ways and that's from esperance nathan yeah. they know all that area but what are some of the great places you've been up there to interview people well there's norseman that's nice <laughs> yeah that's beautiful that's north some, of lovely, some lovely speaking of statues oh how good are they norseman <laughs> um, yes yeah uh, um, uh, what are some of the great? Well, Carragini's hard to go past. I love Exmouth, Turquoise Bay. Uh, I share that with the Premier. He lo- he loves Turquoise Bay too. Uh, Coral Bay is magnificent. I even like just going to Durian Bay for a weekend, and they make the best sausages there. Nathan, you'll be pleased. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me more. The What's so good about their sausages? sausages? Oh, they just the complexity and the and the and the density of them. They're just delicious. A dense are they sausage, a large they? sausage or are they just a no- like a chip? No, they're just a normal barbecue sausage. No, no, uh, sort of a normal size sausage. <laughs> or you think a chipolata is a normal size sausage? <laughs> what, all, all, of, all of a sudden, size matters to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the eye of the, the size. It's what sauce you dunk no, it in. <laughs> Durian Bay is lovely. Um, Wurrumul Station. Now, there's a gem for Ooh, you. Wurrumul Station. Okay, that's it's just uh, up past Overlander. Yes. Uh, after the turn off to Shark Bay, and if you go there, it's it's a little. There's caravan bays, not powered, but they're beautiful. There's good toilets and showers there. Wait, there's no, way they're, no they're not powered. How do you power your caravan? Take a generator. Oh, yeah. Um, everyone's got um, solar these Jeez, days. Oh, yeah. You need to get out. Know. You need to get out more, Nathan. Oh, you yeah. need to listen to the Premier When's and get out. When's the last time you've caravan, Steve? I do it a lot. Do you really? I've got a little camper trailer, a oh. Jayco. Oh, actually, when I moved home to Western Australia from Melbourne, we yeah. actually drove across Australia in it and uh, just took our time, stopped at all these different places, and every now and then we just pop it on the back and go somewhere. I thought yeah. you would always have a caravan, Sean. You seem like a caravan. I love caravans. Yeah, I did it last year, and um, that's when I went out to Nalu and... You oh yeah, it it was a bit of a mind Megan trap trying to set it up. The, oh, the we had all the fruit. Like, we had party <laughs> lights. We had all the lights, candles. Obviously, you can't go anywhere without candles. Seventy-five inch flat screen TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, looking let, at uh, Wurrumul, and um, yeah. what it got we, me we stopped down there. Naturally heated artesian bore bar. Well, this is what I was just about <laughs> to tell you. Hello. Oh, I'm telling right. you, hello. But please, please don't wear your good bathers in there if you're wearing anything <laughs> right. at all, because. Uh, it is an artesian bore. You do come out uh, looking like you've been in the solarium for about five days. <laughs> right. more, but more of an orange hue than a, than a brown. So Trumpy. And, yeah, Trumpy, uh, it, yeah. But I'll tell you what, at the end, yeah, you're a bit like Trumpy's hair. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it is so good. You can sit in there with a little brew and just watch the uh, wedge-tail eagles flying above. And uh, it is just the most spectacular experience you'll ever have. So this is like a natural occurrence of taking it? Or is it no, like no, they've, they've actually, they've, they've built... Um, they built these car parks on the back of a uh, upside down river, which flows only That's three what it times is. a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. upside down, down river. river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, this and place sounds pop. magical. <laughs> Nathan, you need to go. Yeah. I'm not sure it's quite your style, but you need to go and have a look anyway. Yeah. And the but you would love the spa. Like you just sit in there, and they've built four little artesian bores, and you sit in them, and you have a brew, and you watch the sun go down, and it's a, it is. And then you then you can build a fire right next to them, and 
uh, Sean, Steve, we, need to, we, we, need, we need to pick up some upside down canoes from um, Kathmandu <laughs> and go upside down canoe. We'll wait till Brian River. tells us there's a sail on because we'll go with him, obviously. And Funny, every time something. I paddle one of them, I seem to end up upside down. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, uh, well, around the grounds for Steve, literally. I know. There we look go. forward to catching up with you next week, mate, and hopefully the footy. Uh, we'll have a lot more to talk about when the games are back underway. Well, right. maybe what we can discuss next week, Adam Simpson, will, uh, as a player and a coach, will be his 450th game next round. Wow. Fantastic. So it's actually interesting. As a, as a dual premiership player, premiership coach, 300-game player, I'm starting to wonder where he might actually sit in the echelon of greats of our game. That's a really good yeah. call. Uh, for me personally, and I've said this all the time, more than 288 games is just selfish. 228. No, 228. <laughs> Sure, I've got your, I've got your statistics. I was going to take the. Uh, yeah. I, was, I wasn't pulling you up. Thanks, I love Steve. your attention to detail, Nathan. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Hey, guys. Get more Nathan, Nat, and Sean weekdays from six on Nova nine three seven.